When it comes to this team playing against the St. Louis Blues, I do have some concern. And if you don't have just a little bit of concern, what is wrong with you? Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Blues, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Haley Taylor Simon, talking to you about the St. Louis Blues per usual. And before we get into today's episode and what I am going to talk to you about, I just want to let you know that I am in the studio today. I know that's crazy. Usually I do studio Fridays, but I am doing it today and then Friday as well. So just get used to that. Um, But I also want to say that when I'm in the studio, I have such great equipment that the sound quality is just so much better. So I do hope you enjoy studio episodes. Today, as I kind of talked about yesterday, I'm going to talk about who from the Central concerns you the most. And then a topic that I kind of touched on yesterday about captaincy is, could not having a captain be a positive And then, of course, the Blues History Minute. So this is all coming up here on Locked On Blues, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, folks, let's do this. The Central Division isn't necessarily a tough division. Sure, you have teams that are dominant, as in the Colorado Avalanche and then the Dallas Stars. But despite the draft... And, and I say this, um, not like I, I'm not so locked in, but obviously um, the Chicago Blackhawks got Connor Bedard, who is a phenomenal player. And of course, he will be such a great asset to their team. But at the end of the day, it's not going to change their entire team. I mean, it could and I could be completely wrong. And I'm hoping that's not the case. But in the sense that I could be right, um, I just don't want to be wrong about that. But obviously, there is that to be concerned about, just a little bit. But at the end of the day, I am more focused on how the St. Louis Blues will go against their former, not former, about the other teams in their respective um, division and as a whole, as a conference, right? So, obviously, you know, we got in the Central, and I'm going to tell you last year and how all the teams finished. Um, On top was the Avalanche, then the Stars, then the Wild, Jets, Preds, Blues, Yotes, and then Blackhawks. Going into this upcoming season, a team that you shouldn't just look at as, oh, this will be an easy team to play against, is the Coyotes. I do believe that this team, despite them not being very good at hockey, despite them having a lot of, you know, internal problems with their organization. I do believe that they have got much younger talent that could help them, but they're also a team that could be a little challenging. I am not saying that the blues are worse than the coyotes in any way. I'm just saying, do not underestimate them. A team that I don't think is going to perform as well as the Nashville Predators. I really don't. They didn't have the best season last season, 
but I don't think that they got significantly better by any means. So I am not concerned about them. The Winnipeg Jets are a really strange team because on paper, they're good, but the way that they perform just isn't as tough. It's not as dominant. So I don't see them being much of a threat, despite the fact that they're usually in the middle and they always end up doing okay. So I could be wrong, but that's just my take on the Jets. They're a fluky team. Then you have the Minnesota Wild, who I believe is one of the stronger teams, but they're not going to be as good next season. Um, Players getting older, it's not like a young, hip team. So I don't see them. I mean, I still see them being more dominant than the Blues in a sense, but I don't see them having that longevity, which the Blues will have because St. Louis has a lot of young talent, young prospects that are coming up. And knowing that the Blues have that makes me just feel better overall. The Dallas Stars are a really good hockey team. There is no denying that. They would concern me over the Colorado Avalanche, if I'm going to be completely honest. The Dallas Stars, I have winning the Central Division this season. I am not saying that the Avalanche are a bad team. I'm not bashing teams today here on Locked on Blues. I'm just giving my analysis of how I think these teams will mash up against St. Louis. And I'll go more in depth and I'll do some collabs with some of the other Locked on hosts of the respective teams so we can have a good conversation back and forth. So it's just not my opinion. But I do believe, though, and I want to say this, the Dallas Stars, if I had to choose any team for next season to win the Stanley Cup, my money would be on the Dallas Stars. Yep. Um, And then, obviously, the Colorado Avalanche. They didn't do well in the postseason this year. I mean, I'm not going to say, oh, my God, they're such a bad team because they're not a bad team. But at the end of the day, they're still better than the Blues. They definitely um, will be a, comp- like a threat, a competition. And it's something that there's really no need to explain any further about how the Colorado Avalanche are a good team. Now, the team that I don't want people to underestimate and what I kind of teased in the beginning of the episode is the Chicago Blackhawks. And I'm going to explain why. Despite the fact that, you know, they're done with Kane, not done with Kane, like they traded Kane, um, and just some other situations that have happened on their team, They do have Connor Bedard, and they do now have Taylor Hall. And for those that don't know, Taylor Hall won um, the Hart Trophy um, back in, like, 2015 with the Devils or something like that. And then he was on the Bruins, and he is a phenomenal player. And even though Chicago really tanked this season, which I still believe that they tanked for Bedard, I, I still believe that, and I don't care what anybody says. They definitely did that. Um they are a team that is going to come into the season hot. And it kind of concerns me a little bit going against St. Louis since they do have a really strong offense. And the thing that the Blues struggle in is defense. And I think this will be a true testament to see how the protection surrounding Binner will be. Will Bennington get the protection that he truly needs? And this is what I want you as a fan, I want you as a loyal St. Louis fan to think about, is is this season truly a test to see if Binner can sustain being the franchise goalie? And I know what you're thinking. He's our guy. He got us a cup. And yes, he did. 
And I will forever be thankful for that. I just can't. And I don't blame him for last season. That is another thing. But the defense, I just don't know how else I can articulate to Army that there needs to be certain change. And the change comes within getting better defenders. It comes with getting... I can't say it better. I, I don't want to, I'm not going to go there. So I'm going to stop myself on that one. I was going to say a better, you know, coach, but I, I like Baruby. Okay. I do. I like him, but if it doesn't go well this season, then yeah, it's time to get a different head coach. And it sucks because you can be, you can still be so thankful that he was the guy that got you that Stanley cup. You can still feel that way and want a new coach that happens all the time in sports. I personally, I just really like him. I like the style of play. I think Kevin Hayes is going to adapt really well to his uh, coaching style of the season. So I think that the team will improve. I just think that you can't just have a solid offense and a mediocre defense that will not win you hockey games. And defense is one of the most crucial parts when it comes to hockey obviously scoring yeah but defense if you don't have defense like you're basically just saying okay penalty shot like you know what I'm saying it's insane how many goals got let in last season due to the lack of defense and that cannot happen again that is not fair for Benner that is not fair for the team there needs to be accountability taken and I think when looking at the central, sure, it's one of the, and I say this lightly, it's one of the easier divisions in hockey this season. I think that if you want to look at a tough division in hockey, you're going to really have to focus on the Atlantic division. That is a tough division. Luckily, in the central, there's not as much competition. So the Blues could really try to get a wild card spot because overall the Western Conference is significantly less um difficult than the Eastern Conference. And that's just facts going off of how the past couple seasons have been. I don't really see much comp. I see more of the East being a threat than the West. So the Blues, that's good for St. Louis because it means that the Blues have a better chance of getting a wild card spot. But then you also need to think about it in a sense of, okay, the goal is to make the postseason. What can the St. Louis Blues do to ensure that? And having better defense definitely starts that conversation. I could go on and on about this, but before I continue my little rants, I want to tell you about FanDuel. So let me go put this up. Okay. Football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. You can use your bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. And if I were you, I would definitely bet on those Kansas City Chiefs to go back-to-back. Back. I think Patrick Mahomes is beyond elite, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And you would be foolish not to bet on the Chiefs. You would get those bonus bets. And I like to use them on over-unders. That's just me. But you can do whatever you want with them, obviously. Player props are fun as well. So, again, guys, check out FanDuel.com slash LockedOnNHL. 
Could not having a captain be positive? Now, this is something that I wasn't really thinking much about yesterday when I was going on my rant about Brayden Shen. And this is why. This is why. Not having a captain could be a positive in a sense that, uh, oh gosh, I, I hate that I'm saying this, but I need to have all sides of the conversation. This is not a hot take. This is just having a conversation. I think not having a captain would ensure that the main focus would be just playing as a team. I think it would also be a little bit of an indication that the higher-ups of St. Louis are looking for Robert Thomas to one day fulfill that captaincy, kind of like how Pronger was back in the day when there was no captain in 96-97, and then uh, Pronger became captain when he was ready. I hate hate, hate, hate the idea of going an entire season without a captain. But I also understand why that could be a possibility. Sometimes fulfilling a captain's role and giving it to a guy that the higher-ups doesn't think that can take on that responsibility could hurt the team. Because then there's that pressure of having to be that extra leader. You know what I'm saying? It's... um. It's basically just saying this in a sense. Let me go break this down because I I can understand what I'm saying, but I don't know if you can, and I want you to understand what I'm saying. Let's go say this is all theoretically, hypothetically, not a fact. Braden Shen gets the captaincy. Braden Shen now has all this pressure on him to turn the blues around. What if it gets in his head? And what if he's not performing as well on the ice? At the end of the day, the higher-ups, I don't think they care necessarily about the captaincy as much as they do about a player performing well. I think that the most important thing that us St. Louis fans need to focus on this upcoming season is supporting a team that plays well, supporting a team that's going to be playing some good hockey. That's most important. I want to wear my blue note proud. I want to be able to say, you know what? This team has it back. Last season was a fluke. And for whatever reason, after O'Reilly left, I just feel like it kind of went downhill. And I feel like the chemistry on the team just wasn't there as much. Even when he was there, it just seemed like a very off time in St. Louis hockey history. I don't think anybody on the Blues' main focus right now is naming a captain. I think their main focus is how to get back to the postseason, how to become a more successful team, and thinking about the future and the longevity of some of these prospects and how they can maintain success. While a captain is important because I'm a firm believer in that, I'm also a firm believer in doing what is best for your players. And maybe there is a reason why there hasn't been a captain named. Maybe there's been a conversation already about, you know, well, what if we have Brent? I mean, Brent, Shen, because I, I was thinking Breed and Shen. What if we have Justin Folk? What if we have Robert Thomas? Like, so many possibilities, right? And I think what the main problem is, is that coming to the realization that fulfilling that role will not change how the team does this season. While I believe having a leader is important and it will make the Blues more successful, I still believe that to my core. Maybe they don't, and that is okay. I don't know what goes on inside in the locker rooms and the meetings that they have, but 
at the end of the day, all I want as a fan and what you probably want is St. Louis to be successful. And it's one of those really weird things. We're 49 days now away from regular season starting off for the St. Louis Blues. Um, It is August 24th. Preseason camp, all of that stuff begins next month in September. And that is so close. I don't think anybody realizes how close that is. And if your main focus right now is, well, I just want there to be a captain, then you need to tweak that focus. And of course, here on Lockdown Blues, I will talk about all possibilities. This has been a topic that has caused some debates. It's caused you to be really intrigued by. But I would rather not have a captain than all the players going into the season with the right mentality than having a player feel stressed out. But again, these are professional athletes. And at the end of the day, you cannot make excuses for them. This is their job. This is what they're paid to do. I get paid to go to the office to work. You probably get paid to do whatever job you do. I don't know what you do. But you get what I'm saying, and you're expected to perform at a certain level, or else you don't get paid, or else you don't have the job. And it's like, you can't give these guys too many excuses, because at the end of the day, this is what they're paid to do. And I think that's why there's poker going on behind me. Sorry, I didn't realize that. But at the end of the day, um, I find myself sometimes being really lenient towards athletes, because it's my job to talk about them. It's my job to analyze, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, it's their job to perform well. So if you can't perform well with the extra pressure of being a leader, then you're in the wrong job because hockey is all about handling pressure. Every single thing in hockey causes me to freak out a little bit when there's a breakaway. That stresses me out, but I'm not on the ice because that is not my job. So I'm just trying. I know I'm going on a little bit of a rant here about this. But I'm trying to get you to understand maybe there's been an, an internal dialogue that has happened already. Maybe they're waiting to announce it. I feel like I'm one of those people. I look at the glass half empty, not the glass half full. And um, they could just be like, oh, yeah, we're going to announce it like opening night or something at Enterprise. And here I am like, maybe they're just not going to do it. Like, I think that it's this mentality of how can we as a fan base, be more positive? And how can we, as a fan base, be more understanding? Maybe. Maybe. Also, I'm going to just... Wow, I really ended that segment bluntly. I was like, make sure you follow here on Lockdown Blues on Twitter at Lockdown Blues, my own Twitter account, Haley T. Simon. And of course, on YouTube at Locked on Blues. So for today's Blues History Minute, I am going to take us back to the Stanley Cup. Why am I doing that? Because it was the happiest day of my life. But no, like seriously, Hale, why are we doing this today? There's no significance to this day. It's like the end of August. Why are we talking about this? And I'm going to talk about this because I'm going to take us back to that season. At the beginning of that season, nobody thought that the St. Louis Blues were going to be the Stanley Cup champions. Granted, nobody knows at the beginning of the season if their team's going to be the Stanley Cup champions. But, like, with instance, like, with Boston this season, you could very well predict that they could win the Cup. Even though I had the Golden Knights winning and they won. I get it right almost every season. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but most people didn't think that about St. Louis. 
And no, I'm not going to be one of those people that comes on here and says, oh, yeah, the Blues are going to win the Cup this season. They're not. But the reason why I'm taking you and I back, we had a rookie goalie in Jordan Binghamton at the beginning of, uh, of that season, 2018, 2019. And there was so much doubt, uncertainty, excitement, enthusiasm. There was a lot of emotion surrounding that. And fast forward to when they won the cup. It was a season of emotions, a season of excitement, but it was mostly a season that nobody expected to happen. And as I said, I'm really negative (laughs) when it comes to sports. So I certainly wasn't thinking that even that game seven, I was like, I don't know. Like, and then we won. So I was like, okay, cool. But The reason why I am saying this now is going into a season with that optimism, with that doubt, with that excitement, that is all very normal. And not too long ago, we, the St. Louis Blues, not me because I'm not on the team, but the St. Louis Blues hosted that Stanley Cup. And it is a feeling, it is something that I want to get back to, you want to get back to, and I'm sure the guys want to get back to. But I think remembering that nobody thought for one second that the Blues were going to win the Cup that season um, kind of makes me feel a little bit more secure in a sense of anything can happen in hockey. Football is one of those sports where your team can be really bad and then they could win the Super Bowl the next season. Football is weird. Hockey is more like baseball in a sense where you do have to build up your team. Basketball is different because they've got a lot of moves happen. But if you want to compare to another sport, it's like baseball in a sense. You just don't trade players randomly. And players usually stay longer than just like two months and then leave. (laughs) But um, the point that I am trying to make is that remind yourself, this is a building block. This isn't a block being taken away. The Blues have done things to improve this season. The Blues will continue to improve because the Blues have their young prospects coming up, right? So think about the next season and then the next season. And then let's go say Coach Berube doesn't work out and then you have a new coach. There's going to be so many changing factors within the next couple of years for the St. Louis Blues that they will be a hockey team that is just going to go up that mountain and get more successful. And hopefully that success leads to another Stanley Cup. But the point that I'm trying to make with this analogy is, and the reason why this isn't History Minute today, it's because this is a part of Blues history. The amount of years that we waited to get that cup, the amount of talent that have been on the Blues as a Brett Hull, as a Chris Pronger, as a Gretzky even, like, come on, as a Kachuk. There's been so much talent throughout the years um, on St. Louis, and yet they didn't win the cup then. So it is beyond difficult, but don't forget at the end of the day, all 30 or 32, I almost said 30. I forgot that there was like two new expansion teams, cool Knights and Kraken. Um, At the end of the day, everyone's goal is to win the cup. That is a fact. The Blues, they recently won it. They know what it's like. They're still current players from that team that won on the team now. So I think that it's just important to remind yourself that the Blues, they're they're just slowly going up this mountain, but it is okay to have excitement. It's okay to be doubtful. 
because that's how it was back when the Blues won the Cup that season. And I think everyone just focuses on that feeling of winning and being on top of the world. And while I still feel that way, I have to remind myself at the beginning of the season, I was like, "Ah, they're a good team. Like, they're a really good team. But I don't know if they can do this. And they did it. And they won. So that's me being positive. I'm usually very negative. So uh, that's kind of making me uncomfortable. (laughs) But we will talk more tomorrow about the entire NHL as a whole and who the Blues' biggest competition in the West is. And, okay, who from the East concerns me when it comes to playing St. Louis? This is all coming up tomorrow on Lockdown Blues. Until then, like always, let's go Blues.